Casters with Smith and Jones. Hello and welcome to Old Casters, the weekly pod where two old men have a laugh, a moan, and talk a load of nonsense along the way. We also try and learn something new if our old brains can handle it. We are Smith and Jones, and without further ado. Hello, Ben Biss, my old friend. I've come to pod with you again. Because the listeners are waiting. So could you please stop masturbating? (laughs) And the podcast won't be the same with just one host. And port and ghost. This is the sound. Of casters. That's very well thought out, mate. <laughs> Did you have that hair one hidden up your sleeve? Slimothy gave me the idea for it the other day. Ah, <laughs> I see. I like that one. I like that one. Look, you caught me off guard with it. Yeah. I was just about to say, oh, hello, Mark. And it was like, oh, hold on a minute. Hold on. Solo. <laughs> hand solo. You're doing too much of hand solo. We should be concentrating on podcast time. I know. Well, you know, when you've just got one hand and the other hand's got the porn on. (laughs) How are you? Uh, Not bad, you? Yeah. I have mystery tooth pain. That's a bit annoying, but otherwise I'm excellent. Like I've got to go to the dentist to mystery tooth pain? No, I don't think it's that bad. I think it's just like sore gum. I might have burnt it or something. I don't know, but it's annoying me. What you burnt it on? I don't know. I just woke up this morning. I was like, ouch, my gum hurts. Is it your hot wit? It's all the, it's all the hot air that's coming out of my mouth. <laughs> yes, episode official, episode seven. We have the Doctor 97 coming up later as our guest star, who uh, we didn't announce last week because we're lazy and forgetful. <laughs> old, Mark, not forgetful, old. <laughs> it comes with age and fine wines and stuff. Yes. The doc, is he coming on to do one of them like Hillary Jones bits that they used to have on Good Morning? And I've got his mystery pain. Can you diagnose it for me? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe he might be able to solve my uh, gum aids <gasps> that I have. Oh what? <laughs> Didn't even think of that. Oh yeah. And then for some reason, I've got the animal. Is it Animal Hospital music running through my brain? Oh, what a banger! I know. Shame about Rolf, because that absolutely ruined that theme tune forever now, when it's an absolute banger. Can you tell what it is yet? (laughs) Paedophilia. Oh, no, don't. Don't. All the old heroes. Oh, dear. Anywho, how how are you? Minus mystery mystery mouth pain, are you well? Yes, excellent. Huzzah. It's cold, isn't it? Mm, It's not that cold. I'm still in my shorts. Yeah, I'm still in my shorts, but I'm cold. <laughs> I'm still in my shorts, so I'm gonna fucking complain about it. Fucking cold, oh, God damn it! <sighs> it's not that cold yet. Oh, I don't know. It's a lot colder. It's a lot colder than what we've had, though. Mm. Sorry, yes, I should rephrase. It's colder than it has been, isn't it, Mark? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark, how is Mary? How is Bort? How is life? Mary is also excellent, but has mystery foot rash. We both have mystery ailments. Ooh, foot rash. Yeah, don't know what's going on there. She's probably dying. Bort is absolutely amazing, as always. <laughs> Best hamster. She just seems to be happier and happier and more comfortable with us every day, which is an absolute blessing, and she makes my heart melt. Yeah, I saw the picture you put in the is it Pettis bit 
on Discord yeah. with you and that. But yeah, she looked very cute and cuddly, mate. She seems very content now. All the good signs that hamsters show as well, she's displaying. Do they do what the rats do when they're at ease? They uh, uh, preen themselves on with, with you holding them. Yeah, and saw her yawn for the first time the other day, which is meant to be a very good sign. <gasps> hamster yawn about it was very cute, wasn't it? No, hamster yawns are fucking terrifying. <laughs> go on, go, Google it. And if you're listening to this, Google hamster yawns right, okay, because they are straight from hell. Hamster <laughs> yawn. Is there any other animal in the world yawns and you're like, oh, hamsters pre-yawn, you go, oh, they yawn, you go, ah, kill it with fire. Oh, yeah, you're right. But it's a sign <gasps> that they are very happy. Oh, mate. Oh, <laughs> it's just all sorts of wrong, isn't it? How yeah, can something that terrifying. cute look so horrible when it yawns? Yeah. <laughs> this one, <laughs> someone's put it on a Pokemon card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. That, oh, no, I can't. Oh, God, stop looking at that now. How are Boo and Ghost? Yeah, um, they're both well. We Ghosties, um, what's my call it? Uh, muzzle arrived today because we've got muzzle training for future futureness down the line in the UK uh, from December mm-hmm. as we've talked before. So we've got that for He's not keen on it. We've strapped it to his, his head and he was a bit, well, I can get this mm-hmm. off my face. So we've got there. He wasn't impressed with it, but they're both well. Um, not enjoying... The weather, as it turns, they both like the sun, and there's no more sun to bask huh. in that's warm sun for them. So they yeah. were giving me the look of, well, where's all the warm sun, Dad? <laughs> like yeah. that. So, But it, generally, in life, they are well. We've changed them onto a new food called oh. oodlies or something like that. I, <laughs> I don't know. Because they, they, they were trumping bad, Mark, on the stuff we had them on. Oh. Just like their dad. <laughs> oh, mine ain't that bad, mate. <laughs> <laughs> No more burning tyre smell then. Burning tyre cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're good things, mate. They're good. And Kerry and Jackson? Jackson's mega into this Roblox game that's a copy of One Piece. It's called Blocks Fruit. Mm. Okay. He's very addicted to that at the moment. So we hear about all the different moves and everything and then the fruits give you... And very in-depthness, which obviously after the first half hour of drilling into you, sort of start going, Ugh. As kids do when they're obsessed with kids. I know, right? You become experts in things you don't need to know about. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's going to be bats <laughs> or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and Kerry, she's well, yes, she's well. She's uh, basking in all her NBC Nightmare Before Christmas merchandise she managed to have from Asda before they run out of it. Nice. So I've got cups, saucers, plates, holders, you name it. We've got an NBC version of it in the in the house. You got the life size Jack Skellington. We did. There's Costco do them, didn't they? We've seen Costco with them, but we've they're uh, meant to be an Asda. They're meant to be an Asda. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know that. Clearly not our tiny crappy one. <laughs> but yes, all well, thank you, Chief. Huzzah! Uh. Do we have any feedback or correspondence from last week? Now, feedback and correspondence, is, uh, funny enough, I put a comment into the podcast part, uh, section on our Discord and it, it made me smile that all our talks of especially burger and what goes on a burger had created quite a large response to people saying, what was life and what wasn't on their burgers. And it is amazing to watch. Oh, it's amazing to see that the cast creates such a <laughs> such, such a talk discussion point about just what goes on your burger and how passionate people, some people are about certain things on burgers. Yeah. 
And I did comment that it made me very happy. I thought it was just really great to see people talking about, like one of one person said that when we was talking about bacon's good or bad, and then, and then someone said lettuce, and then someone said, well, lettuce is all right on a chicken burger, though, isn't it? And then that just started a new discussion. It was like, oh. But. Yeah, I think it was the day or the day after the podcast came out. No, yeah. it was the day the podcast came out. I saw a, a meme on Twitter, and it's which one of these does not belong on a burger? And uh, I ruffled a few feathers by saying that I wouldn't have bacon. And I said that in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you had a kiss, mate. You had a kiss. And I stand by it. <laughs> so not so much as uh, correspondence, just more feedback, I'd cl- I put that under the feedback category. Yes. And I have had feedback from several people about another matter from last week. All right, go on. I have upset a few. <gasps> because if you remember... And you ran, you ran along with it, to be fair. For some reason, for once, I asked a question and we didn't fact-check ourselves. No go. But I stated that Pembrokeshire was in Scotland and that both of my news stories that I bought last week were Scottish. Is it not? No, Pembrokeshire is Wales. Well, it's close, isn't it? I even said Haverford West, and apparently that's in Wales, but I don't know. Places. So yes, I have had a few people being like, you know, Pembrokeshire isn't Scotland, right? You fucking idiot. Well... If we printed a map of the UK and then we folded it so the Scottish part went into Pembrokeshire, you wouldn't be there then. Yeah. See? Yeah. Just got to fold it. Glasgow's just around the corner from Haverford West. <laughs> well, we apologise, cast listeners, for that. Yes. Sorry. One thing that we did fail to mention last week, we were supposed to plug, but again, we are old. And that was Tunney's horror movie stream that he did. <laughs> yes. Yes. Two days ago was Friday the 13th and Tunney hosted the big movie night and it went really well. I it thought it was really awesome. Well, it was really, really good. So what Tunney did is he had people come in on his streams and suggest a movie for the movie night, which he put on a big spinning wheel and then he spun the wheel 10 times and chose 10 films and then the community voted for which film they wanted to see, which was 13 Ghosts, which I hadn't even heard of before. Interesting, isn't it? Because it's not an old film by, or not a new film or old film by the you know, two thousand one. I know it's pretty old, isn't it? <laughs> Twenty-two years. Twenty-two, yeah. <laughs> BS. We're sorry, Tony. Definitely worth a mention, worth a shout out because Tony did an awesome job Brilliant hosting job. it, setting it all up, and there was a good turnout for it. Lots of people in the call. We all watched Thirteen Ghosts together, and it wasn't too scary. I didn't cry. I didn't poo myself. <laughs> the chat was funny along the way. You can see it's begging for a TV series, can't you? Expanding yeah, on the I know different what you mean. Yeah, be like supernatural, wouldn't it? Mm. I'm trying. I was just trying to have a little count up there. You was talking how many people we had in. Oh, at least eight. Does that sound about right? I would have thought at least that. Yeah. Can we please point out though that everybody did go? I did get this point that Tunny about um, fifteen twenty minutes in didn't leave a quite a large spoiler in. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bless you. And I think it also it sparked off more more discussions for different movie nights. Yes, I already have one planned. Have you now? Yeah. I haven't announced anything about it yet. I haven't started or, organising the details, but around bonfire night, I want to do a V for Vendetta. No! Whoa, excuse me. <laughs> Jesus, that's a good me. Actually, that's a great show. V for Vendetta. Yes, I I think so. What, hold on, I've got to now see. What day does... Uh, oh, it's Sunday. What, Sunday's the 5th? Yeah. 
So they will do it on Saturday the 4th? I would have thought Saturday, yeah. I know it's not yeah. quite in your be dawned on the Sunday, dear. There we go. Some live planning for you there. It just happened, listeners. Saturday the 4th of November, I'm going to do a movie night with you all. I nearly said y'all. Y'all. We're going to do V for Vendetta because what a film. Yeah, what a film. What a book. Oh, have you read the book, have you? I've got, I'm massively into my graphic novels. Graphic novel courses, yeah. Is it, um, who's, um, is, is it a famous writer who did it? I think it's, oh, fuck. It's old fuck. It's him. <gasps> no, fuck. Uh, what's his name? Alan Moore. Yes, Alan Moore, yes. Is he the guy who did? did Watchmen? Yes, Watchmen. That was it. I was mm-hmm. trying to think of there. Another amazing book. Oh, I even don't mind the movie on that one, but V Vendetta is brilliant. Mm-hmm. So there's that to look forward to. Mm. While we're announcing news and things to look forward to and November, please don't forget everybody about Old Men Day slash Old Men Weekend on the 11th and 12th, the Saturday and Sunday in November. So Saturday, all four of us old men are going to be streaming back to back, going to raid into each other, do a raid train. And then guess what, Ben? What, Mark? The fourth, but we haven't organised the order yet but mm. the fourth person who streams is going to raid into a fifth person mm. who is going to be the brand new member mm. of the old men stream team we are going to announce a brand new member of the stream team and then on the sunday the 12th of november in the evening you and i benjamin are going to do a very special live version of the podcast Ooh, i'm looking forward to that yeah it's gonna be awesome live version and uh, and it means also a version of the podcast you'd actually be able to watch back for the first time. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. As on video, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's going to be really cool, actually. I'm looking forward to yeah. that. That's not far away, neither. Less than a month now. You want an old quiz? I'd love an old quiz, please, sir. Which of these are the oldest men? I wonder if you can tell me, Ben. Put them in order if you can. Tell me who is the oldest man. Ben Jones. <laughs> Mark Smith. And the listeners. I am about to give you the names of three old men. I want you to sort out these three old men in the correct order, oldest to youngest. Are you ready? Just channeling in now, mate. Yep, I'm channeled. Okay, here are your names. Gandalf, Albus Dumbledore, and Slimboyfat82. Now, Slim will be the youngest at 110 years old. Then I'm going to say Gandalf's well old. But are we classing his before he went from grey to white? Oh, now it's hard. I want to I say Slim... Dumbledore Gandalf but it depends what we're talking about because oldest to youngest please oldest to youngest so alright I'm going to go I'm going to go oldest is Gandalf followed by Dumbledore and then the youngest would be Slim Boy at 82 ah shit oh I'm so sorry Ben (sighs) Oh, what a shame. How's Gandalf? Zero points. What? Oh, the youngest is Albus Dumbledore. He's 115 years old. 
And then it's Gandalf, who's 55,000 years old. And then the oldest is Slim Boy Fat 82, who, according to my notes, is fucking old. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a shame. Better luck next week, mate. Old news. Old news. Gaming. This world. Yes, this week. Yeah, there's only one story to start with, isn't there? Yeah, um, yeah. just like uh, when Starfield dropped, this one's one of them. It's Microsoft buying Activision. Yes. That's a huge, huge, huge deal in the gaming world. Um, it, it runs quite deep for a lot of things, and up to now, uh, I know people like Sony and other companies were trying to block it like mad. and They, they did block it for a while. They did block it successfully at one point. Mm. Somebody did it in pounds for me. So 56 billion quid. Yep. 56 billion quid. $69 billion. <sighs> Microsoft has acquired Activision Blizzard, which is the gaming industry's biggest ever deal. I wonder if like Microsoft physically had that... I mean... In their bank accounts, the digital cash, it is that exists. Do you reckon that would be over a, a time period they'll pay that out? That's just a lot of money. No idea. That's a <laughs> stupid amount of money. Well, don't go spend it all at once, eh? And of course, Microsoft is Xbox, who have the um, Game Pass. Yes. So they are truly owning the monopoly now on cloud gaming. Yeah, they said they're gonna they're gonna off ship that bit to I think it's Ubisoft, which is the uh, I didn't know they were French. Ubisoft, the French, they ship yeah. the ship that bit off to them. But I don't know how it's gonna work. But the big the big uh, IPs within there, obviously Call of Duty and stuff like Diablo, would be interesting to see if they bring World of Warcraft to uh, Xbox now. Diablo will become it's going to become free next year to. Xbox users, and the same with the brand new Call of Duty, which a lot of people have already gone out and pre-ordered. You know, that's a hundred and hundred and eight quid game if you buy the super duper deluxe, your mum's yeah. edition. So, I mean, I don't go wrong; you won't get everything that comes with the super duper edition, but still, that's going to be a, a free game. They're going to pump out there. So, if you've got the patience, yeah. How would you explain what cloud gaming is for the people at home who are unaware? I would say. It's like Netflix or Disney Plus or Prime Video, but for games. Yes. So you pay a monthly subscription and you can play a whole load of games for no extra cost. Yes, exactly how Mark just said it. Exactly right. That's how basically games happen anyway now. There's in if you've got the actual version, the digital version that lives on your, your, your computer, you're still basically cloud saving it, cloud a lot of it. So... It's the way things so, going to go. If you out there play Call of Duty or World of Warcraft or even Candy Crush, your soul now belongs to Microsoft. <laughs> Bill Gates. <laughs> you belong to Bill Gates. Yeah. That would be the interesting times ahead. They said they're going to play nicely. I bet you that gets thrown mm. out the window. <laughs> yeah. Now they've got it. <laughs> Screw you, Sony. <laughs> Uh, they'll, it'll get spite for at some point. It'll be like, well, we're not bringing that to PC and uh, we're knowing all the rest of it. That's what's going to happen. Hey-o. Some van news? Some van news I'd for you? I love some van news, mate. Uh, first one's a quick one. Kirk Bain's guitar that 
he played for Nirvana's last ever gig a month before he died is up for auction. Could fetch up to $2 million. That's not a surprise. That was a quick thing I heard. I I know that most of us also have a crossover interest in music and thought that was a bit of interesting news to bring up. What was the last gig? Do you know? I think, I'm sure he died in April 94. And I think this this he played this guitar at a gig in March 94. The world record for a guitar was set in June 2020 when Cobain's 1959 Martin D180 guitar that he played for his 1993 appearance on MTV Unplugged sold for over $6 million. That was a good concert as well. Yeah, that is. That's iconic, isn't it, that that gig? Watched that many times. Yeah. Second up from the Van News. Yes. I've got Man on Stagdo wins half marathon. What now? So this is a guy who is visiting Bournemouth on a stag do with his friends, as you do. Yes, you do. And while while he was down there in Bournemouth for the stag do, there was the um, it was the Bournemouth half marathon, I think it's called. But there was a half marathon happening in Bournemouth. He decided last minute, oh, might as well enter it. Why not? <laughs> Weather's nice. Weather's nice, and he do. won it. But. In fairness, even though he said he wasn't really feeling up to it because he'd had some very late nights, <laughs> he, he wasn't drinking, right. and he is training for an ultramarathon in November. Oh, okay, so he's in good stead. <laughs> so he knows what he's doing, despite the fact that he was very sleepy and he didn't really feel up for it, but he said there's an ultramarathon happening, there's a half marathon happening, the weather's nice, sod it, I'm going to enter, and he won. <laughs> you can imagine being one of the competitors saying that that guy on his tag do one over there, you were... <laughs> I've been training six months for this. <laughs> I had one of my stag do's in uh, Bournemouth. There you go. Cool story, bro. I had two, because that's how I roll, Mark. One of my best friends got married. I was best man, and we had our stag weekend in South End. Oh, South, South End. Glamour. That's ring to the I past. stayed up all night ironing our names onto the back of the T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> that's Aww. not a joke. <laughs> that's nice, though, mate. <laughs> and finally I know you cannot wait you've all been on tenterhooks you've been waiting for this week all year since last year it's Fat Bear Week do what now? Woo! Fat Bear Week hi, 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 hi. Fat Bear Week the wait is finally over yesterday we found out the winner of this year's Fat Bear Week who is Grazer I know that you were more of a fan of um Otis, weren't you, Ben? Yeah, I mean, Otis, he, <laughs> he was all in it. Well, how did Otis lose? Are, they, are these real bears we're talking about here? Yes, this is real bears. How on earth? This happens in the Alaska Katmai National Park and Preserve. How do they weigh This them? happens every year. <laughs> I'm not sure they do weigh them, but uh, I think it's mostly based on pictures and looking at them. <laughs> he looks all right, fat bastard, he does. He Number 128, Grazer. Colin, what do you, what do they think he weighed in it? I don't, that's what I'm trying to find. It doesn't actually say in the article how heavy Grazer is. I think it's a she. They're brown bears, aren't they, in Alaska? The big ones. A defensive mother bear. First time winner of the sought-after title. <laughs> she beat second place number 32, Chunk, a larger bear. But she beat her Chunk by more than 85,000 votes. Oh. Oh. Fuck you, Otis. I am money riding on you. <laughs> Listen to this quote. The gutsy girl grounded the guy with a gut. 32 Chunk proved his prominent posterior was worthy of a whopping win, but in the end, Chunk got grazed. Grazed. I'd love to know the weight. 
Each year, fans pick their favourite of 12 plump brown bears from Alaska's Katmai National Park that have gathered along the Brooks River to chomp on salmon and pack on as many pounds before the winter. Grazer received 108,321 votes. Oh, that is a big deal, I told you. That's huge. A mother of two litters of cubs with a long muzzle and conspicuously blonde ears. Grazer is one of the fattest bears to hunt for salmon in the Brooks River. She can chase down fleeing salmon in many parts of the river or patiently scavenge dead and dying salmon after they spawn. Damn, I'm, I'm going to vote on that next year. She beat two favourites for the title. 480, also known as Otis, a 27-year-old brown bear weighing 1,200 pounds. And 747, or Col- Colbert? I'm assuming it's Colbert. C-O-L-B-E-R-T. A two-time Fat Bear Week champion weighing about the same. <laughs> the numbers, are they like their rap names? <laughs> Her final rival, Chunk, a large adult male with a low-hanging belly, has come out of his shell in recent years, growing from a fairly differential bear to one of the river's largest and most dominant males. Still, he proved no match for Grazer, whose combination of skill and toughness makes her one of Brook River's most formidable, successful and adaptable bears. There you go. Oh, Otis, man. I had fat cash <laughs> on Otis. Oh, well, we're not eating next week. Crazy facts. Crazy news. Crazy facts. Crazy news. Oh, crazy fact. Now, actually, uh, for this week, I've actually got my crazy facts ready to go, and I think I'm going to get you with this one again this, this time round. Hit me. Ronnie, are you ready? Yeah. Ketchup used to be sold as medicine. Really? Back in 1834, people with indigestion were given a prescription of the condiment. <laughs> oh, you've been shot, mate. Oh, have some ketchup. That'll make it all better now. Not Tums, <laughs> not Rennie's ketchup. Imagine paying for that. You come out of the uh, your local pharmacy and they've all come out with eight quids worth of ketchup. <laughs> oh, you've got cholera. Tough luck. Prescribe you some ketchup. Yeah. Lost a foot, ketchup. Depression, ketchup. <laughs> yeah. Um, that one, as soon as I was, we were past it, I thought, geez, who'd have thought it? I wonder what if it came like they literally handed over some hinds of it. There you go. You reminded me of something, Ben, actually, while you were saying that. What's that, mate? Because I know that back in the day, I think maybe as recent as, maybe not Second World War, First World War, onions used as medicine. Onions? In fact, according to WebMD, I'm looking right on, right now, there still might be. Onion bulb and extract are used to make medicine. Onion contains chemicals that seem to reduce swelling and lung tightness related to asthma. Ooh. It also contains chemicals that seem to reduce cholesterol and lower blood sugar. People use onion to prevent scarring. During, you know, during lockdown when we all hosted quizzes. Yes. <laughs> I did that and I did a whole, because I've got some weird obsession about onions. I did a whole round of 10 questions, true, true or false, all about onions. One of them was about its medicinal usages. I think they used it, I think they literally rubbed it on wounds in the First World War. I want to say. That's crazy. Crazy effects. <laughs> I've got another one, but I've got to save it for next week because I think that'll, that'll hit you hard as well. Well, I would, I'd like another fact, though, please. You always give me two facts. Oh, I'm going to give you two then. I'm ready for it. The late Queen Elizabeth II was trained as a mechanic. <laughs> there you go. As a teenager, Queen Elizabeth II joined the British Employment Agency at the Labour Exchange and learned about truck, engine and tyre repair. <laughs> That's so random. 
I could just imagine the old rolls comes out and it's like, you know, the butler's there or whatever, the, the driver's getting again, it won't start. And then she sort of, she's popped the bonnets. She's under there, like, <laughs> with the wrench. Oh, there's your trouble. Your combobulator's got a twist in it. Stand in the six <laughs> ninths and I'll undo it for you. There you go, all done. She comes out, sort of wipes her hands off with some small finger. There you go. Off to Windsor. <laughs> Off to Windsor. Sorry, Mum. Randy Jackson from the Jacksons. Mm. He was a mechanic. Was he? Apparently. Ooh. ooh. Uh, Mike um, knew a mechanic. Yeah, Mike did know a mechanic. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy him. Over my shoulder. <laughs> Good old Mike. Oh. Mm. Bow, Mum. Kirk Cobain's father. Would you believe... Donald Cobain, still alive, age 77. He is or was a mechanic. Well, there you go. We've come full circle again. We're good at that. Do you like some crazy news? Love some, please, Mark. This one's got me and you written all over it. Oh. Rare Pokemon cards almost put in the skip, valued at £20,000. What? <laughs> a rare box set of Pokemon cards, which were almost thrown in a skip during a clear-out, has been valued at £20,000. The sealed Pokemon 4th print-based set booster box, which was only ever released in the UK, were purchased in 1999 at a shop in Chester for about £100 by a man for his granddaughter. The 81-year-old owner, who has not been named, said it was crazy the cards could be worth so much now. The box will go up for sale at Darby's Hanson's Auctioneers on the 17th of October. The auction house said the man was initially unaware that the thousands of cards could be valuable. His daughter said he had almost thrown them away while clearing out his house to make room for a hospital bed for his terminally ill wife. During the clear-out, the cards were taken out of the cupboard and Dad planned to throw them away, she said. A few did end up in the skip, but I said, blimey, Dad, some of these might be worth a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Some loose cards were thrown away, but the family decided to sell the rest, which was then the extent of the collection was realised. She said all five of her children had a sealed box of cards which had been bought by their granddad. My daughter got into Pokemon when she was young and started collecting the cards with my dad in the late 90s, she said. She was his first and, at the time, only grandchild. It was their thing. They went on trips to Chester together at the weekends to get cards from a hobby shop. My dad is a collector and gets obsessed. She said some had already sold for about £50,000. Gotta catch them all is the Pokemon catchphrase and dad really had caught them all, she said. She said the money would be split between family members, adding it's made life a bit easier for us all, especially dad. Oh. She added that the funds would also help her daughter, who was studying to become a paramedic. This is a very good story, Ben. It's a very pleasant story. This sealed box set was the in-case-of-emergencies item, she said. Again, there is no point in struggling when this can help. As Dad would say, there are no pockets in shrouds. Oh, look, we're getting life lessons as well. David Wilson Turner, head of the toy department at the auction house, said it was a really touching story and I hope we can do the family proud at auction. What distinguishes this from others and makes it scarce is that it was only released in the UK, he said. The 102 cards inside, contained in 36 sealed booster packs, bear a definitive date stamp stating 1999 to 2000. Other base set cards are stamped 1999. Good damn. There you go. And how nice is it that the granddad was also got into it it didn't matter what the collecting was he got into it so yeah he just liked collecting yeah. that was his passion was just collecting things <laughs> oh well oh they oh, they raised more than 20 grand for him yeah it's gonna go for 200 times its original price it looks like. i don't mate. the amount of times i wish i could reverse the clock because 
I remember yeah. buying packets and packets of them and the amount that ended up probably just scattered about. If we knew back then what we know now. I'd have bought a case of them, mate, and then sat on them. Because I was a kid when Pokemon cards first became a thing and you tear them out of their packaging and you trade them with your friends, mm-hmm. you take them into school, Dog you bang them in the binders, <laughs> you get children and you give them all to them, mm-hmm. which is what happened with me before I started collecting again. <laughs> all of my original old ones have all gone to Harry. Yeah, it's nice though, because Harry gets it as well, do you know what I mean? I think, yeah. no, that's what I'm doing with Jackson. I'm, I'm keeping, I've got loads of sealed product all from just sort of, you know, I, I collect that for him. So when he's our age, you know, I'm sure there'll be, it'll be way worthwhile. I know some of them already are worth more. So that's what I'm going to do. I'll collect a few bits and put them to the side. I didn't know that my parents had kept all mine, to be honest. It was only one day my dad was having a clear out in the loft and he said, look through this stuff. And I was like, oh, my old Pokemon cards. They're all here. It's got to be. Tears start streaming out. <laughs> Charmander, they're all here. Come to me, my friends. And then I gave them all to the boy. Yeah. Continue my legacy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice story. like that one. It is. Pokemon doing more good. Uh, so look, Mark, um, as per usual, I'm forgetting more and more things regularly now. I've got more this time around. I need to go and drain the old vein. So I'm, I am sorry. It's, it's bad oh, showing it. Oh, you don't need to go piss again. <laughs> I'm old. It's not your memory going, mate. You should get your prostate checked, I think. I reckon, yeah. The old, I'll get Kerry to do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Get the fingers up there, mate. Yeah. All right. Go for a week. Yeah, back in a minute. Oh, <laughs> oh there he is. Hello, I was just thinking about you. Oh, hi, Mr. Mark. How are you? I was hoping I would see you when Dad went to the toilet. Uh, he's always needing a wee-wee. Yeah. Is that a constant thing, is it? Is he always doing a wee-wee? Yeah. yeah. Are you always doing wee-wees as well? Oh, when I've drunk a lot of water, Mr. Mark. I hope you do drink lots of water and be a good boy for your dad. Oh, I'm always a good boy. <laughs> yes, you are. You're the goodest boy. You're the goodest boy. You're the goodest boy. I heard you and uh, my dad talking about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I collect bones, Mr. Mark. Oh, you collect bones, yeah. do you? You've you got to catch them all? Yeah, I, I've got to bury them all. And, and the only downside is that my rarest bone is buried and I can't find it. Oh, it's got to bury them all, is it? Mm. And you can't remember where you've buried your most favouritest oh, one? Yeah, the rarest bone. Oh, the rarest yeah, one? shiny. Sorry? Shiny? <laughs> You've got a shiny bone, have you? Get out of it, ghost. Good on, Bennett. He's back up here again. <laughs> on your way. <laughs> Ignore my laughing. I just uh, <laughs> thought of something funny that Mary said earlier. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, bloody dog. Anywho. Big fan of your shiny bone, Ben. Ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls and everybody else, it is the Doctor 97! Also known as Scott. Yeah. Hello, sir. Hello, hello. How how are you? Yeah, no, I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing alright, thanks. Been a been a uh, been a chill weekend. Good stuff. We'll have a chill weekend. So the Doctor, aka Scott, we have many questions to ask you. The first one being, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself? So, yes, um, I go by the Doctor 97 online, but also uh, known as uh, Scott. 
um, Twitch streamer for the purposes of uh, this. Been streaming, uh, I think, a little over two years now. And when I'm when I'm not streaming, um, I think to quote my Instagram bio, it's something like streamer, cosplayer, um, former former podcaster, um, amongst various other things. Um, when I'm not doing all of that stuff, um, I just came back recently from my fifth summer um, working at summer camp in America. Um, so that's been a big part of my life the past few years. And yeah, big gamer, big sports fan, big nerd as well. Um, yeah, that's that's me. Summer camp? Yes. What do you do at summer camp? Um, so I have spent five summers working at um, same camp each year. Um, so they're working as a staff member looking after me specifically, um, working with kids um, aged um, between sort of like eight and ten. Wow. Um, but the camp itself has kids aged between like 7 and 15. That's brilliant, mate. You've been doing that how many years do you say you've been doing that now? So it's my fifth summer. So I had a little break um, during the during the COVID time. But yeah, five summers done that. Wow. That's awesome, dude. Is it like group leader? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Group, group, group leader type stuff for the first three years. Um, and then the last couple of summers um, as like a unit leader. Awesome. They get a big kick because you're all from the UK as well, I should imagine, is it? Yes, yes, they love they love the accent. <laughs> I bet they do. <laughs> so, the Doctor 97, Ben and I in particular are dying to know, how on earth did you come up with your username? Well, um, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's two parts. Um, the, the, the Doctor part comes from the fact that... Um, for many many years, I've been a big Doctor Who fan, and I was actually the I was first given like the nickname as the Doctor um, on my university darts team. Um, <laughs> so I I've, I played I played on my darts team for three years at uni, um, and they called me the Doctor because I was a Doctor Who fan, and and I kind of rolled with that when it came to like creating a like persona for streaming. And the and the ninety seven being the uh, the year I was born, um, <laughs> sli- sli- slightly younger I think than than some of the um, guests that you've had on. Yeah, I think we all fall into that trap with that last two numbers, don't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was really hoping you was a doctor. I, I mean, you know, I was going to ask you about my gum pain that I've got. <laughs> if all my teeth are going to fall out? Uh, no, they're not. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you, Doctor. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I love a, I love a username with law. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. And a Doctor Who fan, we <laughs> love it. So good, sir. This bumps into our next question, which is, we would like to know your earliest video game memory. Well, I mean, the, the good news about my age is that it's going to be different from um, everyone else that you've had. It's on. not going to be the master system. It's not the master. I had never even. Yes. <laughs> um, this 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 is gonna this is gonna make me sound bad. Before it came up on listening to this podcast, I'd never heard of the master system. <laughs> this is gonna you know this everyone's gonna hate me for saying that. Um, my earliest gaming memory um, is is the Game Boy Advanced SP. I had to look up which oh, version it was before this. I love it. Um, that, that's my first memory is sitting 
playing that um and i was trying to i was like because i've got these really vivid memories of like a few different games i had i had pac-man on it which like i would just sit and play for hours and hours um and i can remember the year because i had two games which had 2002 in the title (laughs) i i had a game that was called total soccer 2002 yes um which was this like proper 2d thing and i still remember there was this like kickoff there was a there was a kickoff glitch back then of when you started the second half if you just shot straight away the teams were still moving sides so you could score <laughs> um and and i had the 2002 winter olympics game oh nice so those are those are like the games that like are the clearest in my mind um but yeah it all, all started from a game boy and what a game boy to start it off with Oh, I had yeah. the Game Boy Advance SP and played a lot of Pokemon Sapphire. Emerald here, but yeah. Uh, it's just, it was nice having something like, you know, small and compact compared to some of the things now. Did you have the yeah. 1001, you know, the one with the brighter screen or was it the original? Oh, one? no, it was the, it was the, it was the OG. It was so fucking cool to have a Game Boy with a backlit screen. <laughs> After playing, after playing on the old Game Boys and the Game Boy Colors, mm, yeah. Especially when you're trying to play it in bed at night time when your parents think you're asleep, and you're literally, like, I can see it. I had, I had one of, the, I had one of those things that sort of clipped onto the top of the Game Boy that had the magnifying and the light on it, so you could see the screen bigger and it kind of lit it up, but not really. You were still doing, still squinting. Was it the magnifying glass as well? Did you have that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> Good times. Well, that leads us on to what games do you primarily stream on your Twitch channel? So I mainly stream Fortnite. Um, with that's kind of the when I started streaming, my goal was always like it was going to be mainly Fortnite, and I'd throw a few things um, in there as well. Um, so yeah, it's most of the time it's Fortnite. There's a bit of um back when it was you know back when it was called fifa you know i've played i've played <laughs> played fifa um there's a li- been a little bit of uh, a bit little bit of overwatch 2 um a little bit of four guys like there's a there's a there's a few games that that will crop up um occasionally to give me a bit of uh, variety in there i watched you playing golf last week yes yes i've recently recently started it's another it's another actually old memory um, was I used to play everybody's golf on the PSP. Everybody's golf. Um, I <laughs> I used to love that game. Um, that was like my like second console was the P- was the PSP, and and yeah, I uh, I recently have restarted playing it on my PS5, and that was really fun. I like played it because I was like, oh, the Ryder Cup's coming up. Let me see if there's any golf games that like I can you know get <laughs> on PS Plus, um, and found it and like fell back in love with it again yeah everybody's goals brilliant i enjoyed watching it it was very fun and i was being very inappropriate in your chat <laughs> oh yes oh yeah, it's, it's always the best that way i i yeah. always say that my my stream is rated for mature and immature audiences <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm definitely both of them yeah <laughs> balls and holes etc <laughs> <laughs> so we have a question from the Girthberger from last week's episode, and he asks, he says, as a child, Girthberger got into lots of mischief. He wants to know if you have a funny story or did something naughty or embarrassing. He also says, extra kudos if it's something you've never told anybody before. Oh, 
I mean, I'm I'm probably it's, it's unfortunate for me. I'm going to have to go down the embarrassing route because I was a very well behaved. Um, quite boringly, I was a well behaved kid at school. I was like not not quite the smartest. I was like you know probably like top of like the you, you sort of like second group of smart kids. Um, and so I never really got into much trouble at school. Um, so it'd probably have to be an embarrassing, um, one, um, which, you know, it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be great for me. And actually I, I, (laughs) there is one that outside of the people that were in that room and my family, no one knows. Um, so let's, let's, let's rip off the, uh, let's rip off the bandaid, um, and tell you about the time that I wet myself in school. Ooh being a little bit older than is um acceptable to to have this as a story um because because i think i was about eight or nine when it happened it happens it was i i would always like go at like the end of the day like after the the bell went and people would rush out and i can't remember why but for some reason i must have like drank more um, during the day or something and was like really really busting to go and the teacher just wasn't letting us leave at the end of the day for whatever reason and then at the point said like okay you can go now um and i can't believe i'm saying this on a podcast <laughs> you did. that's gonna go you out went. on the internet but yes i did i did uh, i did go <laughs> you opened the floodgates I know someone not two million miles away from here who's uh, sharted whilst we've been uh, casting before. So uh, don't worry about it. It happens to us all, mate. And they don't have to be young. <laughs> oh, dear. I think we, like, we might have lost Mark. I don't know why. I have no comment. I have no idea who sharted whilst recording a podcast. I don't know. I don't know. Not pointing any fingers, but, you know, we're... Uh, also, I was quite a, a champion self-wetter as well. Probably <laughs> beyond the years that I should have been as well. I was a pissy pants. You gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Brass decks of it. And I'm still the same now, <laughs> which is why I got an £88 fine for going in a lay-by. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was only a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, mate. You, you're in good company here, dude. <laughs> Don't sweat it. But we like the story. I'm sure that will tick Gerthy Berg's box. Yes, yes. Definitely so. I'm going to change the subject. <laughs> okay. Move on. Scott, I have to ask you about your favourite music and whether you remember your first single and your first album. Yes. Um, I, was, I, was, I was thinking about this, um, hearing, again, hearing other people's, um, <laughs> what they've said. I mean, my, my favourite music overall, kind of, it's a little bit, like, diverse. There's, like... There's stuff that like my dad got me into that I still listen to now. Things like the Monkees and the Beach Boys, mm-hmm. love it. And then there's a there's there's the there's the new stuff that I found along the way. And you know, it's finally um, well, it's more socially acceptable than it was when I first started listening um, to say that I'm a Taylor Swift fan. I was going to say I know that you're a Swifty. Um, yeah, big 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 <laughs> Swifty uh, era's tour tickets uh, for next year. Um, which is going to be? Um, oh, you're going, are you? I'm you going. Um, I'm going. I managed to get them. Um, well done, you. Yep, me and my friend are going full out. We're going to go like outfits, like the works, the real deal, um, <laughs> the real, the real deal. 
Um, yeah, and then f- like first ones is there's there's two that I can rem- there's one I remember getting bought for me, and one I remember like the first time I actually bought something myself. the The first one I remember getting bought for me, like I was like asked, "What do you want?" and I said it. Um, was an old Jonas Brothers album. It was okay. um, Lines, Vines, and Trying Times, um, <laughs> which is still somewhere in my room. Um, I remember, like, I specifically remember the, like, on holiday with my parents, and they were like, we're going to buy you a CD. What would you like? And so I went with that one. Um, and the first one to actually come back to Taylor Swift, the first CD I remember going out and buying myself was um taylor swift's red the original uh version okay yeah nothing wrong with i think that's what me and mark have been trying to go over this stigmatism of oh, i like this music so that means i can only like this music you know that mm. genre yeah so it's all meant to be enjoyed yeah yep something for everyone just of interest the um the concert you go to is this in the uk or is it overseas yes yeah yeah so the 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 taylor swift ticket i've got for next year um is is in london oh sweet yeah so is that a wembley i presume yes yes a wembley i started getting into like actually going to live music more the past few years like i i've I've really enjoyed doing it as oh it's next level next level mate. i love it oh so so much better yeah so it brings us on to our final question in your section to say uh, this is the point where we ask you what days do you stream on and uh, time to promote yourself, sir. Yes. So um, I currently don't have a set schedule partially to, due to the fact that like, I've recently started a new job. So I'm trying to work out a new schedule uh, within my hours, but... Um, I always announce when I'm going live on on Twitter.com, which is still its official <laughs> thing. So I can still I can still call it that technically, yeah. um, and uh, and also on Discord, um, you can find me um, at the underscore dr underscore nine seven um, on basically all of the socials: Twitch, Instagram, X, TikTok. That 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 that's that's about uh, that's about it. That's about all of them. That's me. Come and come and watch. It's it's normally a fun time. And sing a Taylor Swift song with him. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what. If you if you come into my chat from from this podcast, I will sing a Taylor Swift song for you. And if you want to see someone who is actually good at Fortnite, <laughs> then the Doctor ninety seven is the stream for you. I, I have my moment. Ow, Mark. Ow. <laughs> I asked you to bring us an old passion of yours, something that you can ramble on about. What is what is your old passion? So yeah, so I, I thought about it. I was I was thinking like you know what's the like the oldest thing that I still you know have a have an interest in. Um, like football's always been a and a massive part of my life. Like the Doctor Who's been a massive part of my life for years. Um, I was trying to think, like, do I have any other, um, is there anything else that's been in my life for that long? Um, and for about five seconds, I considered coming on here to talk about chess, um, but I can't <laughs> actually ramble on about chess for that long. Checkmate. <laughs> that I've played it for quite a while. Um, but, like, but Doctor Who really is the thing that, like, I can ramble on about for hours and hours and hours long after most people have any sort of an interest um in in hearing it um you know it 
it's it's impacted my life massively like i briefly had a doctor who podcast um i like i am called the doctor like on social media and on twitch because of being a fan of that show like it's helped me make friends like it's helped me make enemies but that one's less important (laughs) um but it's 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 massively shaped my life even if i look around my room now the amount of you know doctor who uh cosplays and merch and posters and everything um it's it's been a massive part of my life to give my like really brief thing on it like i got into doctor who through the Sarah Jane Adventures, which is not a, which was a spin-off show, um, which is like a really random way to get into the main show. That was show. on CBBC, wasn't it? It was, yeah. So I'm assuming you were around that age. Yes, yeah. So it it premiered on CBBC in, I think it was like 2007. So I was like, I was about 10 when it premiered. So I was like proper yeah. good it age for it. Um, exactly. And then... Yeah. Loved that the doctor guest starred in that when it was David Tennant the last time he was the doctor, um, with him returning now, yeah. Um, and was like, okay, I'll give this show a chance. Um, all of a sudden, it was Matt Smith, um, adored him, fell in love with the show, caught up on all of the modern series, started watching some of the classic series, like I've now seen about half of all of classic Doctor Who and everything that's come out since 2005. Um, and we're gearing up to the 60th anniversary of the show with David Tennant yeah. coming back and it's it's like massive. Timey-wimey. Wibbly-wobbly. <laughs> so who's your favourite Doctor then, sir? Oh, I was going to ask that, you <laughs> bitch. <laughs> um, so it is Matt Smith, the 11th Doctor. He is my favourite. There's nothing wrong with that shell. I thought he did really well as a doctor. I like him in House of Dragons. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's very, he's very good in that as well, yeah. <laughs> and so he got to be in it. <laughs> it's, it's just off of a, drag, a ghastly rock. You can see the old TARDIS just sort of parked up there. <laughs> Don't worry, I can pull off the blob there. It's all right. Just imagine the doctor doing something like that as well. Just a bit, little bit, uh, little bit less um, violent. Yes, yeah. <laughs> A little bit less incesty. He's not. He's really his dragons. His sonic. His sonic device. You see. <laughs> Kerry and I had done all the. Uh, did the Lands End one? We've done the. Yeah, we did Cardiff. Uh, we did. We did a. Th- uh, we get to meet all the people from Torchwood as well. You know, we go and get your pictures oh, yeah. taken with them and all the rest of it. With the missus swooning all over bloody matey boy. <laughs> Heartless. <laughs> Sitting there so like, oh. He's sort of having a shoulder-to-shoulder picture with me. I'm not your bastard. <laughs> Did you go to the Doctor Who musical celebration? There was a concert. I think it was last week. Um, yeah, there was last week. I did not um, go to it, but I have um, like watched the clips online and listened to it, um, and it's so cool. I did once go to a thing where like there was a full orchestra playing all of the music, and like. <sighs> You know, as we said before, live live music's amazing, but to hear love a live orchestra, to hear an, a full orchestra, yeah, playing that music was just phenomenal. Yeah, hearing a hearing a full orchestra live is something mm. else. I'd say as well, probably one of the most iconic series to touch D 
beyond the UK. So like yes. the Americans know about it properly, you know, the, which is in itself quite a feat, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a UK made show that like is truly worldwide. Something you were able to talk about with your with your friends at the camp. Yes, yes, I did. I did. I did make a few friends at camp through being a, uh, a Doctor Who fan, um, and you know, I I would always bring at least one like Doctor Who shirt with me. <laughs> occasionally, a, a fez. Not your full cosplay. I do you know? I never brought the full Doctor Who cosplay to camp. I did bring like the fez and a red bow tie once, though. Nice. Have you done? Have, have you done a convention as full Doctor Who? I I have. I have cosplayed uh the fourth doctor the 11th doctor and the 13th doctor at conventions well like comic cons or uh yeah yeah are there doctor who conventions is that a thing oh yes <laughs> there are um they're not in in this country at least they're not like as big as some of the other ones um the biggest doctor who convention actually happened in america the the mm. the biggest one the like a bucket list one to go to is called gallifrey one um, that happens in LA um, every, I think it's like February approximately time. Um, that like they always get like a lot of people from the show, like off of, you know, Chris Chibnall, just after he left being showrunner, he was then the headline guest there. They've had multiple doctors there, multiple companions there. Um, that's like the, the big one. Just shows you, doesn't it? That's exactly what he's breaking into. How, like, you know, how the biggest convention's not even in the UK. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's your turn now, Scott, to ask us a question. <laughs> um, I actually thought, I thought, I thought long and hard about this. I was like, do I go, do I go funny or do I go serious? Um, and I kind of went a little bit in the middle. Okay. Um, so, so my question for you two. Um, is if you could experience playing any game for the first time again, what would it be? Good question. I don't want to be really, really, really boring and repeat myself. <laughs> well, don't be really, really boring and repeat yourself then. Well, okay, I'll try. But the, fir- the first game that came to me immediately was Red Dead Redemption 2. That'd be a good shout. I would love to play that game again for the first time. And I know I've spoken about it before. I know everybody knows it's my favourite game at this point, but it does hit me right in the feels. And playing through that story... And I would love to experience that again and blub like a baby all over again. <laughs> I think I did. I think that was my entire life for like two weeks. I did nothing else but Red Dead Redemption Two. Obviously, I had work, but like in between work, <laughs> I don't think I was even. I don't think I was even sleeping. I think I was literally just <laughs> going home and nothing but Red Dead Redemption Two for two weeks until it was done. I'd go with uh, Borderlands Two. Borderlands Two. I go with. I really like the Borderlands series. Um, I've played them all. Some are not as good as others, but Two was where. Where I spent hours, you know, re kept redoing a character, or I would restart and I get sober and go, well, I don't really like this gameplay. And then obviously they release the the different characters and whatnot. So that'd be another reason to go back in. But just the gazillion guns, as they like to advertise it, and the mad builds you can put together, and the stupidness of uh, cat trap and the the Pandora, um, uh, the meatheads, and all the rest of it spitting out rubbish, you know. You could smell my flesh burning as they sort of fly across the screen and stuff like that. Is just sitting there and laughing my ass off. And uh, what was the protagonist? The uh, Jack. Always talking about butt stallions. You're a butt stallion. You're a butt stallion. <laughs> but yeah, 
definitely Borderlands 2. I'd go back and I could repeat. I, I could go back now and replay it and still find it really, really good. I thought of an alternate answer. No, oh, go on. Ooh. Metal Gear Solid. Ooh. The first one. Yes. Mechanics were unlike anything else at the time. The whole the whole stealth aspect of it. The storyline, obviously, amazing. Oh. Snake! 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 <laughs> there you go. There's an alternative answer because everyone's fed up with me talking about Red Dead Redemption. Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Come on now, what about you then? All right, so I, I, I think about... See, I'm not a big story game player, um, so it's not actually going to be a be a story game. But if I think of the games that like would be like... I would, I, you know, I'd love to go back and play like Fortnite again for the first time. Um, but that's definitely just the nostalgia of it. Um, but the one that was actually, I looked forward the most before I played it the first time, um, is I'd actually, I'd love to go back and play, um, Super Smash Brothers again for the first time. That's good show. (laughs) Because it just, it, I remember it like capturing me and my friends so much when it first came out. Was it N64, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. I'm trying to think, not the, it wouldn't have been the original version. It would have been like the, what did I first play it on? Like probably the Wii. So like when it, when it, when it came out on the Wii and just becoming obsessed with it for, I can't even remember how long. Um, But yeah, it would probably be that actually. What a console that was, by the way. The Wii. Oh, yes. Underrated the Wii. So underrated. What a console. And the only only game system you could say, I'm having a Wii on the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy, Daddy, can I go on the Wii? So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, puns for yeah. days there. Uh, but then it was the Wii U. Oh yes, Wii yes, U. the Wii U. <laughs> oh, we on you, all right? Which I don't actually know anybody who owned a Wii U. No, I I never got it. Did you? Ben? Yes, of course you did. Also, I've owned all systems. <laughs> I'm that old. <laughs> You are you are master of systems. Master. Hey. <laughs> I get the sword out and I love my magic words. Oh. <laughs> Not that sword, Mark. Good job nobody can see Ben getting his sword out. What a treat for me and Scott that was. <laughs> and that's why it's an audio podcast. But they, but they both squinted. That's what embarrassed me there. If you can try and refrain from doing that when we do the live podcast, please. <laughs> Look, it's a helicopter. <laughs> Come on, Ben, give us your... Right, I've got one for you. Right, ready? So, you two, your life is now a video game. What are some of the cheat codes you can use and what do they do? Mm. Make it simpler, we'll say two. So he's like, well, I've had this and I've had this. (laughs) I I want a cheat code that, like, cleans my room. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just, Just a base. Or, like, you know, cleans any area. Not a bad one. Look at Mark, he's thinking about it now. I just, I can't. Drive the van for you. I just want all the cheats from The Sims. <laughs> <laughs> the rosebud, semicolon, exclamation mark, semicolon, exclamation mark, semicolon, exclamation mark, semicolon, exclamation mark, semicolon, exclamation mark. <laughs> Repeat ad nauseum for infinite money, please. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I had, a, I had a cheat for um, Animal Crossing that was an infinite money <laughs> one, so I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd take that as well. So many games that I played growing up, I one of the first things I'd do, it's because you're little and you don't give a crap, I like, how do I do an infinite money cheat? Yeah. <laughs> Sims, SimCity, Grand Theft Auto games, Rollercoaster Tycoon. <laughs> infinite monies. 
I just want to piss around. <laughs> also, I quite like the uh, in The Sims, you can do move objects on, which basically means that you can move anything. So uh-huh. if I come across people in my life that are pissing me off, <laughs> just delete. delete. <laughs> I quite like to delete people. There's, there's, there's quite a few customers I've had that I quite happily just delete. <laughs> isn't that a Dalek move as well, isn't it? <laughs> I've got the Dalek so the words in me. Delete, delete. <laughs> I always fancied one that could stop time so you could catch up with that, you know, when your alarm goes off in the oh, morning. God. Back to sleep. Did you ever watch Bernard's Watch? Rings a bell. It was on CITV when I was little oh. and it was about this boy who had a magic pocket watch and when he clicked it, it froze time. It's not the thing I'm thinking of now. <laughs> that's always the superpower that I've wanted. I wanted, that's every time that question comes up ever, I want Bernard's Watch. Mm. I want the ability to freeze time. That's a good one, Ben. And definitely at infinite money, of course. Yeah. So here we go. There's my one. Mark, what is your one? So mine, my friend sent this to me on Twitter, X, whatever the fuck it's called, <laughs> on Friday. And I thought this was awesome. And straight away, my first instinctual thought was, I'm going to ask this on the podcast on Sunday. What is the biggest thing you could eat 48 of? <laughs> <laughs> In one go or like one sitting? I'm assuming, yeah, in one sitting. Let's go within one okay. sitting. Um, what is the biggest thing you could eat 48 of? Crispy creme donuts. Fuck off. Oh, easy, mate. I'd throw up after, of course. <laughs> you reckon you could eat 48 yeah, easy. crispy creme donuts in one sitting? Easy. Um, easy. It'd have to be the original glaze with the hole in it. I'll have to keep it to that. It couldn't be the filled ones. Yeah, the filled ones I wouldn't stand a chance, but definitely the original ones, I reckon. I reckon I could do a boxing in front of you and pretty much in under five minutes. <laughs> My first thought was bar of chocolate, but that's not Ooh. really big. I, I mean, I could do, I could do, I could probably do forty-eight apples in one sitting. That's not, that's not that. Um... Well, I'd take a bit of munching, wouldn't it? Well, I suppose it's not a speed thing, is it? We're just talking mm-hmm. in one sitting. Oh, actually, no. I tell, I tell you what, I could probably do forty-eight in one sitting. That's that's got a size to it. Um, melons. Melons. I, could, I reckon I'd do forty-eight melons. And you're arming an arm and crispy creme donuts over. Yeah. He's doing in melons. <laughs> I suppose they're all just water. Forty-eight though. Yeah, I could do forty-eight. See, I was thinking along the lines of like fucking meatballs and cocktail sausages. <laughs> Your things are much bigger than my balls and sausages. <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry that my melons are bigger <laughs> than your sausages. <laughs> Your melons have put me to shame, sir. Is that what you was going to go with? You was going to go with cocktail sausages or something like that? Uh, yeah. If I, I'm taking it seriously, Ben. I'm thinking taking of what it I seriously. Gen- yeah. I'm, I want to see you eat 48 Krispy Kreme donuts. Well, I tell you what then. Put, 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 put a mark Spend in this. Spend 200 quid on them. <laughs> yeah. How, how much for you to do that in the uh, live... Uh... i just got to find somewhere that... Because I know the services that are on our way only sells the ones where there's one of lots of them. I don't know. Yeah. Not for, if you find me a place locally where I can go and get <laughs> just the original glaze, I'll do a on one of the shows. I'll do where you have to film it, and I'll I'll eat forty eight of them, and then I'll be sick. So it's going to be a repeat of my Greg Smuck bang. <laughs> I just have to mute myself as I do. What do I really, really, really enjoy? Sausage rolls, like Greg's ones. I couldn't eat forty eight of them in one go. No, no, I get full after like five of them. No, uh, but if you're eating quick enough. Your body ain't got time to catch up with itself, is it? That's all the power eaters do it. Well, I should have thought about my answer, considering that I knew this question two days ago, shouldn't I? Yeah, you. 
I don't know. Like I said, my favourite food's pasta. I've said that before. I could eat. Well, <laughs> forty-eight strands of pasta wouldn't be hard to eat, would it? No, not at all. <laughs> but they're not as big as a cocktail sausage. I think there's a there's a there's a show challenge on here somewhere, mate. <laughs> yeah. If I'm doing the bloody crispy creme donuts, you've mm. got to do something substantial. Yeah. The doctor has to come back on, sit there with his forty-eight melons. <laughs> melons yeah. Yeah. Have to wait a bit, but. <laughs> We've come up with something here. Yeah. We need to we need to get together and eat forty eight. Something. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a spin off. Yeah. How many things can you eat? It's forty eight. Cause that's what Mark said. Forty eight things in forty eight holes. <laughs> <laughs> the more I think about it, the more boring my answers get. So yeah, I don't know. I forty eight cucumbers. Ooh. What regular size? They're all water, aren't they? With the skin on. Deep throat. <laughs> Skin on one after the other, not even chewing. Just like, what? <laughs> what? Well, you can do that. Have you ever seen that people do that with um, uh, the American? What they call them? The hot dogs, uh, not sausages, hot dogs. They call them frankfurters. What they call them? Oh, yeah, they can neck them. Wieners, wieners, whatever. Yeah. yeah, it looks disgusting, but I've seen that happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. So I have a question, a further question. Love a question. Ooh. This is from a certain. Catherine Smith, my mummy. <laughs> mummy Smith? Yep. She went on holiday to Scotland recently and she saw this shop. See this shop here called Handsome Freaks? <laughs> she said she saw that and she thought of us. <laughs> Thanks, Mummy Smith. She said, dear old men, I thought you might like the holiday photo. I thought of you. And then her question is, if you could be a superhero, any superhero... How would you make the costume tonight out of what you already own? <laughs> I feel like I'm at a slight advantage with the amount of cosplays yes, sat the cosplayer in my wardrobe. In the room is a. Do you want to tell my mother what a cosplayer is, Scott? I, of course I will. <laughs> um, so a cosplayer is someone who dresses up as. Um, a character, you know, from it can be from anything, you know, from a video game, a movie, a TV show, a, a whatever. Um, and then, you know, goes to like conventions, um, you know, dressed up in that outfit. Um, you know, there are cosplayers that, uh, you know, make uh, videos and photos in those outfits that go online, um, all, all things like that. It's a good description. There you go, Mummy Smith. Yes, you have an unfair advantage. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. going to say, what a question to bring up on a day we've got a cosplayer in the room. Man. My costume would have a lot of cardboard in it. I've got uh, some fancy dress stuff here because I wear it on my stream sometimes. Hey. Fancy dress with cosplay. We use what the words cosplay now. No, I'm asking my mother's question about what stuff I already own right here, right now. I can make a superhero costume out of. And we don't call it fancy dress. <sighs> I would. I don't know. Should I wear my long ginger wig that I got when I dressed up as a woman on stream? Was your what is your superhero name? Gingivitis. <laughs> no. <sighs> my superhero name would be Garlic Bread Man. <laughs> no, I think that's Peter Kay's. Has that been taken, has it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I want to turn everything into garlic bread. <laughs> would that be your power? 48 garlic breads. Yeah. <gasps> That's what you're reading. Hey. I reckon I could. I reckon I could, you know. There we go. 48 garlic breads. 48 garlic breads or garlic bread slices? They have to be slices, you know, wouldn't it? Them. Yeah, 48 yeah. garlic bread slices. I reckon I could do that. Oh, there we go. Challenge set. There we go. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, I don't know. Costume, costume, costume. I've got bin bags. I could step myself. I could put two armholes in a bin bag and a, a neck hole. I'd be called Streetwalker because there's Kerry's clothes everywhere. So I'd just try and fit into some of that. And, and I'd use my manly, womanly ways to get the bad guy in and then <laughs> do something. Not obviously have sex with them. I'd be, they'd be dead before whatever. I've captured them before that. The streetwalker. Oh no! I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Black bin bag. That'll make a head hole and armholes in. Borrow a pair of Mary's black leggings. So I'm all like black cat suited up. Uh, find the brightest, loudest pair of underwear I can find. Put that on over the top. Proper superhero. Again, still a pair of Mary's boots. She's got lots of Dot Martin stuff like that. What's your name going to be? Garlic Bread Man. Oh, Garlic Bread Man. You're actually going with that. I thought yes. it was going to be called like the Black Hole or something like that. No. Because you're all on black than that. I could be called Super Bought. Super Bought. Named after my idol. <laughs> Nothing to do with hamsters. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for the question, Mummy Smith. I do Thanks, like mom. being called a lovely freak. Or What was the shop called again? Fantastic Freaks? Uh, handsome handsome freak. Freaks. Handsome Freak. That's a, that's, that sounds like a compliment. I think so. Backhanded compliment. Yeah. <laughs> Any other questions to Mark? No, that's it, sir. I think we're about done. Another friendly reminder. I know we spoke about it earlier, but Old Men Day, Old Men Weekend this year on the 11th and the 12th of November. Uh, much more details about that coming out, um, hopefully in the coming week, but otherwise very, very soon. And that is about it from us, I believe. Yes. I have been Smith. You can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash margarita. Oh, and I have been Jones. You can catch me at twitch.tv forward slash bembis81. You can go to linktree, that's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash old men army to get the links for everything old related, which is this podcast. It is the Discord server. The doctor is doing some wonderful miming whilst <laughs> I'm doing this. He knows the routine by now. Uh, you can check out the merch at oldmenmerch.com and you can follow the other old men, which is SlimBoyFat82, I am Tiny 100 and Mr. Narkills, all on that Twitch. And Scott, remind everybody one more time, where can we find you? So you can find me at twitch.tv slash the underscore dr underscore nine seven or at the underscore dr underscore nine seven on all of the lovely social medias. Yay! Yeah. Next week's guest, hopefully, if all goes to plan, it is penciled in, it should be Maple Clem. Ooh. Our first international guest star. So, yeah, hope you look forward to that, and we will see you then. Love you, bye! Love you, bye! Love you, bye! Old Casters with Smith and Jones <laughs>